How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Thursday, April the 8th, 2021. Hey, folks, we, uh, once again, don't have very much news, unfortunately. I'll throw some stuff out there for you, but it's going to be a shorter show than usual. Let's jump in. Uh, first of all, the biggest thing is that Nintendo is adding Pac-Man 99 to their Switch Online service today. So this is a new niche kind of battle royale. Of course, last week they removed the free-to-play Super Mario 35, which was Super Mario Bros, but in a battle royale format. And then there's also Tetris 99, which is a popular game. It's been around since early 2019. And so with Pac-Man 99, as you might guess, 99 people all play Pac-Man at the same time until there's only one person left. And then there is some more competitive elements. So every single time you eat a ghost, it gets sent to somebody else's board as an obstacle while you are also trying to overcome these obstacles. If you'd like to play the game, you're going to need a Nintendo Switch online subscription, but otherwise it's free to play and there's going to be some purchasable cosmetic themes as well. I will say if you like the idea of battle royales, but you don't like shooters or you're not good at shooters, I have found that these kinds of games are actually pretty good to scratch that itch. I've spent quite a bit of time in Tetris 99 because I'm not going to pull off a win in any other battle royale. I'm just going to be honest with myself. Okay, and here's just a waterfall of miscellaneous game updates that came out today. None of them all that significant. Uh, Crisis Remastered has now gotten a current generation update. So the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 should now be able to run the game at 60 frames per second, 1440p, along with some ray tracing options. And they've also added a new level, which wasn't previously able to be played because it was too intensive on the old consoles. That's pretty interesting. Uh, Street Fighter V released some gameplay footage of their new DLC characters, Rose, Oro, and Akira Kazama. Uh, we got the announcement that Deadly Premonition 2 is going to be arriving on PC sometime this year. That's a game with a pretty big cult following. And the FMV thriller Erica is also heading to PC late next month. The Halo Master Chief Collection got Season 6, now available on Xbox and PC. And that's added some cosmetics, quality of life features, it's got a new map in there. There's a new update heading to Children of Morta, called Family Trials. That's a free update, looks pretty good. And yeah, that's pretty much it, folks. That's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, I'll be back with the news tomorrow, whatever news there is. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. I'll tell you, I had a, uh, a moment of excitement and then a moment of big disappointment immediately following. I was happily scrolling through my Reddit front page when I saw the headline, People living in Ontario who are over the age of 18 and living in a hot spot are going to be getting their COVID-19 vaccines. And I got very excited because I live in Toronto, which is a pretty big hot spot, I would say. So I thought, oh man, I'm finally going to get my vaccination because Canada's distribution of the vaccines has just been horrible. And so I scroll on over to the list of hotspots and Toronto is there, but they've posted a specific number of postal codes, which is, you know, the equivalent of an American zip code. And unfortunately, my postal code is not on the list. So I have to wait some some more. But that's okay. You know, I'm I'm inside all the time anyway. Even if the vaccinations were available to me, you know, if their slots were full, I would probably leave it for somebody else because I literally never leave the house. Like, I go on a walk every day, and that's about it. And the groceries once a week. If, like, somebody else who is out 
more often than I am can get that vaccine and I just wait another month or two, no problem with me. Anyway, forget COVID. Everybody talks about COVID. I don't need to talk about COVID. We need to talk about video games. Hey, you think there's a COVID video game yet? It's been a year. I imagine something has to have happened. Video game about COVID. I'm Googling it. <laughs> the first response is from the LA Times and the headline is, do we need a COVID-19 video game? Question mark. Ah, it looks like there was a game jam, which I guess they called a slow jam because it took place over two weeks, which challenged people to make games based on COVID-19. Look at that. That's pretty cool. It was actually pretty funny. I started reading this young adult novel about zombies. And, you know, I only started reading it because it was from my childhood. I read it when I was a kid and I was like, oh, I forgot about this book. I should, you know, see if it was any good. And it, to be honest, it wasn't that great. The writing was, I mean, everything in the first book was pretty passable. And then I started the second book and I, was, I started rolling my eyes a lot. So I put it down. But it was weird reading like a zombie book in the times that were socially distancing. Because all of the hesitancies and all of the anxieties that the characters have are like totally normal to me now. In the same way that they fear large crowds in the book. I'm like, oh yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't go there. That's dangerous. Like it's become so ingrained in my brain now. But you know, also at the same time, like once everybody's vaccinated, I'm going to be ready to go to a concert, you know? I don't know. It's, it's, I just thought it was funny how it almost took me a second to remember like, oh yeah, people being afraid of being together is supposed to be like a weird thing. Anyway, not much for me again. I do have a, a movie recommendation for you though. It's called Sound of Metal. It is uh, currently nominated for an Oscar. Sorry, an Oscar? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, the Oscars. The Academy Awards. Uh, it is about a metal drummer who starts to go deaf. And originally when I heard that concept, I thought it was going to be more about the metal music, but it, it actually has more to do with the deaf community. And it's an extraordinarily good movie, like really good acting, Great premise. Character journeys are great. So anyway, if you're looking for something to watch, Sound of Metal 2019. And it is rated R, so make sure you check the content warnings if that is of concern to you. That's all for me today, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, until tomorrow. Farewell.